What up? We are back again today in the studio, and it is time to get the ball rolling. What up? We are here today in the studio and another wonderful week here at Get the Ball Rolling. Uh, you know, every time I, I sit down and I begin to look, I'm thinking we are getting just closer and closer to football ever so slightly. You know, we're into June now. You know, I'm like, well, who do we got to pull on? We got to have X coach, this coach, this coach. We're getting this thing done right now, and we're getting closer to football, getting more excited, uh, yeah, more excited than ever for this upcoming football season. I cannot wait, and uh, today we have another very, very special uh, interview. We are going to be pulling on uh, head coach Paul Peterson from Dixie State University, and you know, fans of the show now have listened to me talk about Dixie State and are probably sick of me talking about Dixie State uh, because they're really special for to me because not only are they my alma mater, I got my associates uh, a year ago, but I'm also graduating in the, this next fall from Dixie State University. So it is, you know, it is extremely uh important for me to, to, to tell everyone about Dixie State. Last year, uh, we made the announcement that we were going to be moving into Division One Athletics. Uh, we were going to be leaving the RMAC Conference and moving into the WAC Conference and, and FCS Independent. When they made that announcement, I immediately started talking about uh, a few things with Dixie State. I think that this would be an amazing opportunity for them. I like that they went in as an FCS independent. Uh, I think that there is room to grow within the FCS independent, and I think there could be a lot of things that could happen in the near future that, that can mix things up, but we'll speculate a little bit on those things later. One of the main things that I wanted to do was get things started by talking about Dixie State and SGU. Now, a lot of teams in the nation, I mean, you think of the great rivalries, right? Uh, you know, Michigan, Ohio State, Florida, Florida State, Florida, Georgia, if you want to go there, USC, UCLA, I mean, both in LA, uh, Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky, Louisville, all of these teams have great, rich history. I mean, I could go on, Notre Dame, Michigan, uh, Michigan State, uh, Minnesota, I mean, we could go on and on and on about about these different uh, rivalries and stuff. But one of the things that I've been very, very, you know, uh, a proponent and advocate for is the Dixie State and SUU rivalry. Now, SUU, uh, we had head coach Demario Warren. You can go back and listen to it on this podcast network. But, uh, They've always had, you know, they have a rivalry with Weber State, which makes sense. But from Weber State to Ogden is about four and a half hours and uh, about around 300 miles. We'll just we'll just ballpark 300. Might be a little bit less, maybe a little bit more. We're just going to ballpark it, right? And then like, they also have a rivalry with NAU. Now, NAU is another four hours away. Uh, again, probably around 300 miles. I've uh, went down there. We had a race in Flagstaff, so I was able to go and, and, and see it. So I've been able to make both of those drives being from Ogden and uh, actually having competed in Flagstaff. But one of the awesome things that we have here is that Dixie State and Cedar City are just a mere 
40-ish miles away. We'll say there. I believe it's like exit 52 to exit 8. So, you know, ballparking between 40 and 50 miles away. If you want to, maybe campus to campus is a little bit longer. But St. George and Cedar City are always, or have always been, I mean, close ever since the establishment. St. George and Cedar City, uh, high school growing up, they've always had the, the, this rivalry. We have, uh, well, it's bounced around, but the region down here, uh, they have a couple of teams up in Cedar City, and the majority of the time they're coming down into St. George to play because we have more high school you know, kids down here. Uh, you know, Cedar High School, Canyon View High School, they have rivalries with Dixie, Pineview, Desert Hills. For those of you who don't know those those high school names, it's fine. It's just high schools here in St. George and then the ones up in Cedar City. So it's always been, uh, I mean, I think it's always been civil. I don't think there's been any, like, craziness about it. But I've always said we need to make this rivalry special. Number one, I think it would be very good for Dixie State to have a recurring rivalry every single year by playing SUU and creating the Red Rock rivalry. We're already, I mean, 40-ish miles away. Uh, you know, you add sports to it. We, we love them, you know, on Friday. We love them on Sunday, but on Saturday we're going to go to war with them, right? That's kind of what we want to, uh, to, to foster, right? And then with the BYU-Utah rivalry uh, in the state of Utah has kind of gone away. Utah's dominated it for the last, the good part of a decade. Uh, Utah doesn't play Utah State anymore. Uh, BYU does play Utah State, but it's not the same uh, between Logan and Provo. But we're talking about the closest. I mean, BYU and Utah are really close, Salt Lake and Provo, but so is Cedar City and Dix and, and St. George. And so I really think it's going to be important to do this. And also, it will help Dixie having that, you know, being able to look forward every single year, being able to, to know what to expect every single year. So I, I've always said I want to call it the Red Rock Rivalry on here, even if they name it something different. I'll probably still call it the Red Rock Rivalry because we're down here in beautiful Red Rock country. I mean, it's absolutely gorgeous. If you've never been to Cedar City or St. George, Utah, you need to come out. You need to check it out. Check out Zion's National Park. Check out Bryce Canyon National Park. Some of the most beautiful places on, on planet Earth, I'm telling you. I might be a little bit biased but it is beautiful down here but I decided to come to Dixie and uh, and it's always been a special place for me so this is a very important and special interview this last year uh, Dixie State posted up uh, one of I mean they had an amazing season going eight and three uh, in division two they were able to I mean they were almost there towards the end to to they were I mean fighting for I believe it was a bowl game they ended up uh, not getting it they played tough against the school of mines uh, on November 8th Colorado School of Mines they were ranked eighth in the nation only lost by a touchdown there uh, and they lost they had only lost they had lost to Colorado State Pueblo the first game of the season which I was in attendance for uh, but other than that, they had an amazing season, and the year before, they played Colorado School of Mines, and I believe that they were ranked second, uh, and they came down here to St. George, and they ended up losing. So Dixie State, the last couple years, have really caught fire. Coach Peterson, uh, he played his college ball at Boston College. And he's coached at, I believe, NC State, Sacramento State. He then went to Snow College, which is an NGCAA school here in Utah in uh, I believe it's E from Utah. I, I was kind of spaced on the name. But yeah, uh, in E from Utah, and then he was hired uh, this last year. It was his first year, 8-3 and three record, which is absolutely amazing. Uh, they have a lot of fun things. I mean, like... Uh, this next year, our first year to D1, I think is going to be super crucial. Uh, I think, you know, if we pull off a couple of wins, uh, it's going to be awesome because, 
we're going to be able to establish ourselves. Uh, you know, we, we play teams like, I mean, we play some serious competition. We play Southern Utah, Montana State, Sacramento State, Weaver State, uh, South Dakota, Illinois State, and Tarleton State, who's also uh, going D1 this year. Uh, I believe they're going into the WAC as well. We're going to be trying to get the Texans of Tarleton State on here, uh, just along with Dixie State, because it's just as important to, you know, as, as they move from D2 up to D1, uh, that we give them uh, a little bit of shout out to. Anyway, I'm excited to bring on Coach Peterson. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit. Uh, I have a couple of questions for him in regards to the pandemic, right? We're moving to Division One. How is that going to affect uh, it? Down here in St. George, we haven't really been affected by the coronavirus. We have uh, very few cases uh, in the city I live in, uh, which is just outside of St. George. It's We're only, you know, have like one case and uh, everything has pretty much remained stable. Uh, we didn't ever go into like a full-fledged lockdown we were still able to you know there were some still some businesses that stayed open and stuff like that so st george was actually rated one of the safest cities during the pandemic it's one of the safest cities uh by you know the princeton review i believe it is i don't know for sure it's one of the safest college cities in america so uh Excited to talk a little bit about that, how, how you know the city's been affected, how we'll be able to get back to football. Uh, they have a beautiful new stadium. Uh, they just start, or just remodeled the east side of the – well, they didn't remodel it. They created the east side of the stadium. Uh, we've gone through a full stadium renovation. When I came here to Dixie, when I was taking my uh, – I guess you could say a recruiting visit, uh, we had one of those old black tracks. And if you, those of you who have ran track before, you can kind of picture it. You can almost smell it because uh, it has a very distinct smell. There were uh, – you know, it was kind of a beat-up track. It had been there for a while when we were at Dixie State College. And then when I came home uh, from Puerto Rico two years later, uh, you know, we have this brand-new track. And uh, my first year in 2017, they had actually broke ground on that stadium, that side of the stadium. And uh, they built it up last year, at, or they you know spent all of the of 2018 – uh, working on it, 2019, they were able to, uh, you know, get it up and get it going, and it is an absolute beauty. Uh, I think the city is really going to benefit from it. We have a beautiful new facility in the Human Performance Center, so Dixie State really is moving forward. Uh, if you guys have any time, be sure to look it up on the internet. Again, like I talked with Coach Travis Neekamp, you're always a little bit biased to uh, your alma mater, where you're going to graduate. Always have fun to have pride, and uh, you know, I can I can go on and on about stories about Dixie. But we're going to pull on Coach Peterson. We're going to take a quick break here. After the break, we'll pull him on. Uh, you know, I'll make sure to call him, make sure the audio is all ready to set up. Afterwards, I can tell you a couple stories. We'll recap the interview, and then we'll talk about uh, exactly what to expect for this upcoming season. All right, so we're taking a break now. Stay tuned. After the break, we have Coach Paul Peterson from Dixie State University. All right, on today's show, we are here with head coach Paul Peterson. He's entering his second year at the helm of Dixie State University Trailblazers football. How are you doing today, coach? I'm doing awesome, man. Doing awesome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure. So, how is how is your family? You staying safe? How are you how have you been able to adapt during this pandemic coaching-wise, recruiting-wise? Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, it's it's a weird time. I uh um, spends a lot of time with the fam and getting, uh, you know, as, as, as a coach, it's, it's kind of fun. There's a lot of time during the season where you don't get to see them very much. And, um, now I think they're ready for football to start. They're seeing me too much, but, uh, <laughs> but no, it's been an interesting time. It's, it's, it's been a hard time for a lot of people and, 
Um, it seems like it's getting back to normal, which is positive, working working in a positive way. You know, as far as coaching went, we we tried to keep tabs as much as we could with our student athletes as far as how they were doing, how their families were doing, um, how they're doing academically. Um, I think we we had our best uh, best GPA in the history of of the football team, which we're excited about. We're going to announce pretty soon here, but um, so the guys were putting in the work and trying to stay safe and getting prepared for the season. Awesome. Well, that that is an that is an extremely big compl- or compliment and an extremely big achievement that that you guys got. Was that something that that you guys put in into kind of your culture, or are your guys just super smart this year? How how did that happen? <laughs> oh yeah. You know what? Um, our guys just buckled down. Like I said, it was a different time. They said they had to make some adjustments with the teachers. I think the whole university did a fantastic job of trying to help help these people be successful, uh, the students be successful, and and our kids uh, took advantage of it and stayed on top of their work. And um, you know, we had a, we had a couple kids that it got really hard of being at home and and, and away from the, this uh, this setting. But um, but for the most part, it was a, it was ended up being a positive thing for a lot of kids. Um, academically, so they put the work in and, and achieved some really good grades. So, yeah, we, we want to, you know, as we're recruiting, we're looking for great, good students, good student athletes, and and you know, we, we want to make sure that they get their degree. That's our that's our goal, so um, they can give back to the community in a in a positive way and represent Dixie State, both as a former athlete and and as a. Uh, with their college degree. So that's what we're trying to do. That is pretty cool, Coach. So you are one of the – probably one of the most unique coaches in probably the nation because you've been able to coach at virtually every level of college football. And you guys are now transitioning into Division One. You know, you having been, you know, coached on Sacramento State's team, uh, having been, you know, played at Boston College and stuff, what do you expect this year with the transition from Division Two to Division One? Yeah, I, I don't. Um, it, it's, it's a great challenge, you know. We, we've got uh, some new opponents that we've never seen before, and and we're gonna start up some new in-state rivalries, which I'm super excited about. Playing, you know, Southern Utah and Weber State, and and those guys have done. Uh, they've been very very successful here the last few years, and kind of set the standard. So that's what we're shooting for to to knock those guys down. And um, you know, each game is is gonna be, like I said, a challenge for us. And uh, I think our guys are excited for this jump. I we've got plenty of guys that you know you, you can't think of a player as a oh he's a D two player or uh, he's not a Division one player. Our guys on our team, you know, are are uh, are Division one players now. And so we're gonna we're gonna train and prepare like we're a Division one team, which we are. And so um, you know we're we're not uh, uh, going in with the mindset that we're behind or uh, we don't have this. They have this. How come we don't? You know, we're going into we're grateful to be here. Uh, looking forward to the challenge, and we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna swing and punch every every snap. Yeah, I really like that. So you know, with this transition, how has that even affected like recruiting? Do you feel like you're more you're going to be going more on a national base? Or are you guys focusing more, you know, Southern Nevada, Southern Utah, Northern Arizona kids? Where where are you guys kind of focusing with recruiting now that you are going Division One, and then you know. Yeah, yeah, you know the the D one announcement making that jump really really helped. So our my first uh, recruiting class here, uh, that momentum going Division one. We we're still Division two our first year, um, so we I think we lost a couple uh, a couple student athletes um, to some other schools. Well, this year in this recruiting class, um, 
you know, we, we had the same amount of money, the same scholarship. So we could, you know, we, I, I, I can only offer a partial scholarship to kids last year. And, you know, one of the, some of the bigger schools will come in, well, well, here's a little bit more money. And so we'd lose them. Well, now we were swinging the same stick as them and we, we did really, really well, you know, and, um, had some good recruiting battles and, and, and won a lot of them. So that was, that was positive. That was exciting. So, um, you know, we're going to we're gonna you stick your finger on a map and in St. George, six-hour radius is where we're focusing. So, you know, we're getting down into Vegas and Southern California. And we've got some connections in, in Central California and in the Sacramento area. So we're recruiting up there as well. And, um, you know, we're, we're – it's, it's a little bit harder to recruit nationally with uh, – with our budget and ability to travel, but you know, if a kid expressed interest and there's a natural, uh, a natural fit, then we'll we'll take advantage of that too. So we'll we'll recruit wherever a kid wants to come to Dixie for sure. Awesome. Now here, you you mentioned this a little bit earlier about the in-state rivalry. Have you decided? I mean, like, are we going to make this SUU Dixie? Are we going to give it a rivalry name? And if we do, like, you know, do you have a favorite, kind of like a front runner to to name between the two? No, I, I don't know. You know, there's there's uh there's people that are more well spoken than me to find some a cool name for that. But it's gonna be it's gonna be special. You know, I, I uh um I mentioned a while ago about, about some of these old timers that tell stories about when there was one Dixie High and one Cedar High and they hate each other and throw rocks at each other and and all these all these fights and stories and, and uh I, I think it's fun. I think it's fun for for both uh, um, and healthy for both Dixie State and and Southern Utah to have this rivalry and and um, it'll be exciting for the fans and to support their communities. Yeah, for sure. I mean, my wife she's SUU alum. I'm a Dixie alum, so I think we're gonna have some bets riding on that one. So we're we're definitely cheering for the Trailblazers here because I want to win the bets. But no, uh, I'm really excited for that. I, I like the Red Rock rivalry. We've been talking about it once when you guys made the announcement. I've been super excited being an alum and and uh, you know talking trails blazer and uh, and thunderbird football but we we like that one so what as we transition into this year uh, obviously we have some unique challenges what who are some of the players i mean you guys didn't have a full spring practice but who are some players that we need to watch for uh in this upcoming you know 2020 season yeah you know what the great thing about you know you saying this is i could go through every position we the, the one position that we that we lost, I guess, um, we lost some receivers. I think we lost three senior receivers, and I think we lost three senior defensive backs. And but we had a ton of young guys. Um, they're all coming back, which is awesome. So we got really experienced players that that are going into these uh, games that we're playing. That um, that'll be just fine. And so I need mean, to look at the quarterbacks. We still got the the quarterback battle with Keaton Mott and Cody Willstead and. And, um, you know, Keaton wasn't able to go through spring practice, but both those two have showed that they can perform at a high level. And Keaton has played a bunch of these big sky teams that we've played. And, um, you know, Cody, Cody solidified himself towards the end of the season as being, being a guy. And, and at the beginning of the season, too, going back and forth with that quarterback battle. So that's, that's going to be fun. We, can, um, we have the ability to do a lot of things on offense with those two guys. Um, I think our offensive line with Nate Aceves being a captain and being our being our starting center um, is is a, is a tough guy. He's our team MVP, like I said, and and um, you know we got our two tackles uh, 
fun back and and Tay and Adib and um, big tall long guys again with a lot of experience. So uh, we're not we're not uh, missing it in in, in those uh, cases where we'll be we're going to be just fine. We're going to be just fine on offense. We got our two uh, running backs coming back and and um, uh, Diarman and Robles and. And then a couple of young guys that were red shirting in, in Ma'anatoa that, that we expect to help us as well. Um, uh, defensively, the guy that, uh, you know, we've got, we've got our um, our local hero and Dylan Hendrickson Screech uh, with a bunch of sacks coming back. And he's just going to be a junior. And um, Darius Nash at safety, one of our leaders back there with a, with a ton of picks and tackles. And um, so, you know, we've got, we've got definitely have some guys um, – to keep an eye on on uh, on both sides of the ball, we got our we got our uh, all conference uh, tight end coming back, our all super region tight end, and our kicker James Baird, and so we've got some weapons. This, it'll be it'll be fun. Awesome, Coach. Well, thank you for your time, and we wish you the best. We'll definitely be uh, we'll be traveling with with you know the Dixie Crew with the Stampede and getting crazy and getting wild this year. So good luck to you and your team. Yeah, it should be a fun one. Thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Yep. Have a good one. Bye bye. And that was Coach Paul Peterson of Dixie State University. Uh, really grateful. Again, like I always say, give the coach a shout-out. Uh, thank you for coming on the uh, on the, the show. Thank you for supporting us. Uh, again, as a Dixie alum, uh, just like Coach Travis Niekamp from Illinois State said, he said, you're always a little biased to your you know, alma mater. Now, you know, as you as you predict games and stuff like that, you got to take that bias out. But I was so happy to have them on. Uh, you know, always good to bring them on. Uh, you know, I got my associates uh, last year, going to be graduating in the fall with my uh, bachelor. So really happy for the opportunity that the university has, has provided me. And I am really grateful to be a part of this wonderful university. For those of you uh, who have never you know, heard of Dixie State University uh, or I've ever been to St. George, Utah, get here, look at it. Beautiful. It's an excuse. I mean, if you come down, go to Zion, right? Like I talked a little bit earlier, go to Bryce Canyon. Uh, we have some beautiful country down here. And uh, honestly, I this is one of my favorite spots. When I decided on a school, I told my parents that I was going to be moving you know, five hours away, and they were like, well, are you sure about that? And it's honestly been one of my dreams is to, to live here in St. George uh, and do what I'm doing. I love it. And, I mean, life can't get much better than this. I'm, I'm married to a beautiful woman. I'm talking college football. I'm going to school, and I'm running. What a wonderful life. But we're going to jump into uh, a little bit of, you know, what he talked about. Now, I am so grateful, uh, again, for him coming on. But that was such uh, an interesting interview. Uh, definitely a lot of excitement for, the, again, I'll kind of just paint the picture when we, you know, as an athlete, uh, there had been rumors and stuff like that that we were going D1. They made the official announcement, uh, you know, I believe it was sometime early last year. Uh, that's when I heard about it. I was like, holy cow, you know, we're going to go from uh, the RMAC to the WAC conference. Uh a couple years prior, my, my freshman year, we were actually in the Pac West Conference, and then we moved to the RMAC Conference when I was a sophomore. And so my sophomore and junior year, we were here in, 
you know, in the in the RMAC, which for those of you guys who are unfamiliar with that, it's a lot of Colorado schools. If you ever heard of, uh, you know, CSU Pueblo, Adams State, Western Colorado, uh, goes all the way out to Shadron State, Nebraska, South Dakota School of Mines, Colorado School of Mines, Westminster, uh, you know, the Griffins uh, in, in Salt Lake uh, City, Utah. So, you know, uh, kind of we, we, we stepped up in competition. Uh, we kind of dominated the Pac West, and even, I mean, cross country, we ran really well. RMAC, wonderful cross country, big kudos to them. They have a lot, a lot of talent out there. But uh, we got this announcement. I'm like, holy cow! You know, we're we're going to the WAC. So now we're going to be completely changing. Uh, football is going, however, is going to be remaining independent because, uh, you know, ever since you know the WAC kind of disbanded from Division One, uh, when Utah. And BYU decided to leave the Mountain West Conference, and Boise State decided to join the Mountain West Conference. I guess we can throw TCU. It wasn't just uh, those guys. But then the WAC kind of all jumped over to the Mountain West, kind of created more of a super conference, uh, you know, adding New Mexico. Well, I guess they were in the Mountain West, but, uh, you know, Nevada, Fresno State, San Jose State, Utah State, to Colorado State, Wyoming, New Mexico, those kinds of teams. So, uh the WAC was kind of disbanded, and it has not picked football back up. Uh, I think it would be really cool if they picked football back up, if we could get a couple teams that are coming up you know, that will make the jump. I don't know how many teams are looking at uh, coming into D1, coming into FCS, but I think it would be really cool to either have a WAC conference or uh, you know, split the Big Sky up. Uh, you can even do a Big Sky North, Big Sky South, but then do you have a... Do you have a championship? It, it it would raise some technicalities and stuff like that, or maybe you completely create an entire different uh, you know conference out of that. I don't think the Big Sky would like that, but I think it'd be really cool. You know, California, Portland State, e Eastern Washington, well, the California schools. Sorry, uh, you might even want to throw Idaho in there. Create you know the 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 West. You know, a, another Western uh, conference or even the whack and, and, and divide things up, kind of move things around, but that that's neither here nor there. Uh, Dixie State is an FCS independent team, and this next year, I cannot wait. They are playing a very brutal, brutal schedule, uh, but I think it's going to challenge them. Uh, you know they're they're playing. I mean Montana. They play Montana State, like we said. Uh, they finished the you know quarterfinals last year. Sacramento State sharing uh, the part of the Big Sky title there. Uh, Weaver State as well going to the quarterfinals. South Dakota were just a couple years removed from them making the playoffs. Uh, Illinois State as well uh, quarterfinals last year, looking you know really good this year. And Tarleton State, which is kind of an interesting team because they've dominated in in Division Two and they are moving up. To Division One as well. I think it would be beneficial. I mean, I love how he talked about the the in-state rivalry, obviously at Southern Utah and at uh, Weaver State that will be playing. You know, some in-state rivalries there. But I also like this Tarleton State rivalry because we're moving kind of together. Um, you know, we could even name the game. You know, the jump to D one or something like that. I don't know. Uh, the Battle of Twenty Twenty and because that's when we would start. And it would be fun to play each other every year. Tarleton State's a very... Uh talented team down in Texas, in Stevensville, Texas. But they play a really tough schedule. Uh, they, we do play a couple of other teams. We play Western New Mexico, uh, Drake, uh, Azusa Pacific, and Western Colorado. So, you know, we're, we're getting some of them. We do those games. Uh, Drake is uh, the one in Greater Zion Stadium uh, in St. George. Uh, they also play, you know, Azusa and Western Colorado. Uh 
at home and then the other, all the other ones are on the road. So they have a lot of travel going on. Uh, we only have one, two, three, four home games. So that, I mean, that's uh, tough, but, you know, Southern Utah is basically a, uh, you know, just a, just a drive, just a little ways away. Same thing with uh, Weaver State and Sacramento State. I think it was really good that he said that they're recruiting out there in Sacramento and, uh, you know, Coach Peterson having coached for Sacramento State, I think that would be a really interesting game as well, and then, of course, you know, on and on, but, you know, Dixie State, um, my first year uh, here in, in, in 2017, uh, I went to a few of the football games, and I don't know, there's definitely just a different feel right now around the program, uh, in 2017, they went five and six, that was actually football's first year in the RMAC, uh, the rest of the sports didn't jump to the, to the RMAC till a year after, the, in 2018, we went seven and four, and that's when we upset, uh, the number six, uh, team in the nation in division two, Colorado School of Mines, uh, 52 to 45, I was actually in Denver for that for that game I wasn't able to attend but 2019 uh we pulled off an amazing eight and three record uh only losing to Pueblo which they were ranked nine at the time and ended up you know going on and doing some things uh Shadron State as well and uh in Colorado School of Mines but we fought tough in in all of those games. So uh, Dixie State is definitely on a trajectory. I honestly feel like Coach Peterson and his staff, when they when they stepped in, it was honestly a, a bolt of, of electricity, of energy. Uh, you know, having, you know, when we're running and stuff like that, practices, you can hear them, uh, you know, coaching and stuff like that. It, 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 it's it's awesome. There's a d- total different energy. I have a lot of the football players even in my uh, – in my classes and stuff like that. And, you know, they're, they talk about it. There's, there's an energy around the program. And I think it helps that we're going to division one, but I think coach Peterson and his staff are doing a tremendous job of building a a really good culture down here in St. George. Now, uh, you know, it's not going to be easy to, to, to have the success that, I mean, the success of last year, getting to eight wins, but we got to start somewhere. Uh, I love that Dixie State's going out and doing these things. I think it's going to be a big help. Uh, again, we're playing at Southern Utah September 5th, which I, I did not know that there was just one Dixie High and one Cedar High back in the old days. I I mean, I knew, I knew, I figured that's how it was, but only having two high schools down here, that's, I mean, it's crazy to me now because we're well over 100,000 people down here in St. George. Uh, Cedar City probably is around, I would guess, thirty to 40,000 people, but that kind of blows my mind that they did have that rivalry. Uh, you know, D- Dixie, I lived right next to Dixie High School, so I think it would be good for the old-timers to kind of get re- reignited, uh, that flame. I think it will be a wonderful game. Again, we'll be on the sideline for that game, and... Uh, also, you know some of those some of those uh, names that he that he said definitely jot those t- those those names down. And as we are watching Dixie State as they progress, I mean, obviously it's going to be really easy for me just to drive you know ten minutes to the stadium and watch them play. But we're going to be watching them throughout the entire season, uh, watching the them progress. And I really think. Uh, these next three to four years are going to be crucial for Dixie to build this program. Uh, and then hopefully, you know, they can get into a playoff berth in the near future. I mean, uh, the next year they're pulling some some seriously good teams as well. Uh, in 2021, you know, Sacramento State and Weber State, again, we play them. And then we're at UC Davis, at Montana, at South Dakota State, up in Brookings, uh, at North Alabama, at Sam Houston State. So we're definitely, I mean, year by year, we're, we're building, I believe I think it is in 2022 let me just make sure uh 
Uh, let's see. Yeah, in 2022, we play at BYU. We do play at North Dakota, at Northern Iowa. We we play Tarleton home, so that'll be good in 2022 at Weaver State, at Southern Utah. So we're definitely building uh, something special down here. Write this name down. Keep it here. Uh, Dixie State is a wonderful university, and I think they're going to be making some noise. So you'll give them a few years, let them get adjusted uh, to Division One, and we'll see where they end up going because I uh, personally cannot wait uh, for this to happen. All right, so this has been another edition of Get the Ball Rolling. Again, uh, thank Coach Peterson for coming on the show. Uh, we're grateful for all the love and support that you guys give us. Please stay safe out there. Uh, until next time, let's keep this ball rolling.